0: Good morning, everyone. Now we can start church now. The second shift has got here. (laughs) Uh Oh. got to pick on you a little bit, you know, that I notice. These first several jokes, uh, I just did one last week, so I've got to kind of catch up on that. Um, You have to kind of think on these first three. You know, it's not just like slap you in the face. It's got a little bit of thought there. Am I too loud? Okay. I can hear me. I'd rather, anyway. Um, If everyone in the U.S. drove pink cars, we'd be a pink car nation. When my mom found out that I replaced her bed with a trampoline, she hit the roof. (laughs) I told you you'd have to think just a little bit. The easiest way to find something that is lost around the house is to buy a replacement. We all know that one for sure. News you can use. You can turn your ordinary sofa into a sofa bed by simply forgetting your wife's birthday. (laughs) And the last one, be decisive. The road of life is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. (laughs) Shebang. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be another warm week, and we're going to praise God for that. Uh, I've really considered preaching on hell a couple of weeks, you know, and not turning the air conditioner on. <laughs> but I'm uh, uh, just too nice to do that, you know. Um, the um, you, you've heard about Brother Phil and uh, Kathy's doing great with her knee replacement, and she's not ready to kick Kenneth yet, but she's storing him up, right? <laughs> now he's taking good care of her, actually. Uh, he and Madison, the whole crew, get taken real good care of her. And uh, Pastor Jerry is back running again, so um, we were, some of us were praying for him. And uh, Anyway, we, we just uh, appreciate so much you agreeing, joining in faith. When we get together and join in faith, praying the Word of God, the devil has one choice, <laughs> skedaddle. That's it, you know. Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. With Wednesday night, we are going to pause. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. We've done nine weeks, got three more to go. This was planned from the beginning that we pause this week and pick up on number 10 next Wednesday following week. This Wednesday night, we will do a worship communion night. So uh, that's gonna be an awesome time, and I know that those of you that have joined us with that before, you really do and enjoy it. And I think it'd be extra special. So please take advantage of that. Kelly will tell you a little bit more about it in closing. And then uh, this uh, Saturday morning at 9 a.m., please be praying for your old pastor here. I'm gonna be on Skype talking to people in Pakistan. And I've, I've done quite a bit online ministry to Pakistan passed, and I put it on pause for about the last two years, really. Uh, we used to do outreaches to um, uh, villages in Pakistan, and we'd have anywhere from 40, 50 people up to the height, biggest one we ever had was like 2,600. And 50% of that population was the smallest we ever had that didn't make Jesus the Lord of their life first time and we had a a lot that was 75%. A lot of healings, deliverances, all kinds of praise reports. I had to put that on pause because I just can't do 10,000 things. I can only do about 900. So uh, we did that and I felt like we had a span there, but uh, Pastor John's asked me to speak to his church uh, coming up. So it's seven o'clock their time Saturday night, but it's nine o'clock our time uh, Saturday morning And so they have about 5,000 members, and I want to be lifting them up. Uh, They're probably uh, not going to need, the the salvation numbers probably won't be as strong, but it's going to be a healing meeting, and so we're going to be praying for their healing. And uh, you know, God does that over the internet, because He's there. Uh, Oh, He's with me too, though. Oh, He's with them. Okay. Well, anyway, He's everywhere, right? And I appreciate you interceding for that particular event, 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Think about it during the week, pray, and uh, we want to really get something going there. Um, I don't know. I'm going to get with Brad and see if there's a possibility that we can maybe even make that, that available live. Uh, I'm not sure that it is, so we're going to talk about that. But uh, it's, uh, they normally, in these outreach meetings, are always 30, 40 minutes late. <clears throat> Anybody here from Pakistan? Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, but the church service—maybe it'll be on time. Maybe it won't. I don't know. So it could be start at nine, it could start at nine fifteen, nine thirty. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I've been given thirty minutes. So you, you know, you still believe in miracles, right? Okay, I can I can do a message in thirty minutes. <clears throat> oh, you have a little faith and I believe that's what I wanted to share about. um, Today, we're going to talk about what can I do about it? Fill in the blank. It doesn't make any difference what it is. If it's anything in your life, anything that you see in anybody else's life, anything that you see in this country today, think about it, and we want to see what we can do about it. Just as we're uh, thinking about 200, We want to think about all the possibilities that God puts on our heart and our lives. What is it? It's an all-inclusive word. It's kind of like I am, you know, God spoke to to Moses, I am, because that included everything uh, in all of his uh, essential attributes. But it today is whatever you want to put in that blank, and most of us have more than one thing to put in the blank that maybe needs a little help in our lives. So... uh, Whatever it is that bugs or tries to seal your joy, uh, at least in a nice way of saying it, uh, today's world, as you well know, we have an ever-increasing number of things that get in our way. Some of those are just flat wrong, and some of them are just time robbers. And those, there are things that happen that are very serious. It may be uh, health, It may be finances. It may be you're believing for one of your loved ones to be born again. A lot of different opportunities in this life. Maybe it's somebody you know that needs real deliverance. Uh, Somebody has addiction. Somebody has some mental health struggles. All of those things, just fill in the blank, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, There is an it with every one of us. Mm -hmm. Did you look in the mirror this morning? Yeah, you saw it. Okay. There's an it in your marriage, your family. There's an it in your neighborhood, each level of government around you, your school. Yep, even in church. After all, you're in it, okay? So just don't be an it. Good place to say amen, Brother Dan, okay. And a gazillion number of other places that you can think of. So let's talk about it, I was looking through the uh, latest publication of the AACC magazine, and uh, there's a particular writing that caught my attention. In fact, it's part of actually my uh, extending education. Um, AACC uses a plethora of writers. They put together 70, 80, 90 page magazines, really quality, and they'll use a lot of different writers in that with small articles. And uh Some writers are there every month and some kind of switch back and forth, you know, come back a little later. With this particular person I had never heard of before. So I did a little bit of reading about him. His name is Edward Hensman. He's got a double doctorate, including a doctor of philosophy from the University of South Africa, which I thought was pretty cool. He's also Dean Emeritus at Liberty University. And uh, it's, It said, and there's a lot of other stuff too. I won't bore you with all the letters and stuff. But uh, as you know, Liberty is uh, a great university. Uh, It's the largest Christian university in the world. And uh, a lot of of good things come from that. So anyway, um, he wrote an article entitled, Repentance, Reconciliation, and Restoration by the Grace of God. And I thought, golly, this is about what I've really been thinking about, praying about. So um, I wanted to, I want to read the article, and I wanted to co- uh, share just a little bit, the first two paragraphs with you of what he said, kind of sets uh, the frame of what we're doing today. He says, "...a shallow Christianity that is often a mile wide but only an inch deep leaves no room for such a drastic response." In spite of this, the New Testament opens with both John the Baptist and Jesus of Nazareth proclaiming, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, Matthew 3.2 and 4.17 and other places. Their message also confronted an equally shallow and external religiosity that had failed to bring genuine conviction, conversion, and transformation In those days, the call to repentance is a call to reconciliation. It is the key to personal transformation by the grace of God. Without repentance, there's no real change in human behavior. The unrepentant mind continues to resist the grace of God through a series of personal excuses, never taking responsibility for its choices and behaviors. How many times have you heard someone say, I just can't help myself. Uh, I guess I'll never change. The devil made me do it. I'm doing the best I can. Or, how many times you've heard this one these days? I'm just the way that God made me. All of those are bullcorn. And you've heard them, and you've probably said some of those. Sometime way back, a long time ago. So, uh, too many times, so here's part of the issue. We as Christians see the need to repent only in reference to a one-time event of salvation. Did you get that? We see the need to repent only for one time in our life for salvation, or maybe we do something really, 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 really bad. I'm not talking to y'all today. I'm talking to YouTube. Uh, that we just, oh, I'm going to repent about this. Well, let's talk about this for a few minutes. In the Old Testament, the word repent means to be sorrowful for. It's also translated comfort in some particular cases. So it's a, it's a heartfelt sorrow for being a stinker. In the New Testament, the word repent means to change your thinking. It means to reconsider, think differently, uh, and basically just change your thinking. And repentance is the result of repenting. So it's the reversal of your lifestyle so that you're you're changed. There's a transformation that's taken place, a born-again experience and other things, because it doesn't stop when you're born again. It starts when you're born again. Here's what Jesus said, Matthew 12, 23, Excuse me, Matthew twelve thirty-three. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, sweet loving Jesus. I'm getting on those religious people again. How can you be an evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account in the day of judgment." For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. Now, that's a strong phrase there that Jesus is talking about. Even that last verse there, you're justified. That's coming into a salvation experience with your words. How How are we saved? We're saved by grace through faith, and faith speaks. Faith speaks. Well, Brother Dan, that repent deal, that's that's written for them sinners. I couldn't agree more. Uh, By the way, who's not a sinner? Okay, well, this is for you then. Jesus is not talking about cussing. That's covered elsewhere. He's talking about words of faith. Notice some of the wording. Out of the good treasure of your heart what is the highest greatest most fantastic super ongoing helpful thing that you can put in your heart to treasure it with the word of god your heart remember is the combination of your soul and your spirit and you're, we're talking about soul changing here your soul's the one that does the thinking your spirit man's already going hello jesus how about you but the soul man is like, uh, what did Zig Ziglar used to say, stinking thinking. And all of us have an it in our life somewhere in our thinking areas. If you don't believe me, just record yourself all day long and play it back instead of sleeping. It's, it could be just something that we've said to hurt somebody, to tear somebody down, to not believe God like we should. You know, and I'm not talking about some kind of a tightrope that we have to walk. you have got to be good. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a change of heart. I'm talking about putting the Word in you, the Word in you. Change your thinking. Think like God thinks. He wants you to, and it's the best thing for you. To get the Word of God in you, the engrafted Word which is able to save your soul. I'm not talking about being born again, that's talking about your walk in your soul salvation or your sanctification, uh, whatever term you want to use it, holiness, whatever. You, you don't get there by struggling. You don't get there. What does the kiwi tree do? I got to make some kiwi fruit today. Ooh, ah! No, it just stands there and makes fruit. And see, when we have the Word of God in us, we can just stand here and make fruit, because it goes. It's the treasure of my heart, not another something to put on Sunday morning for an hour and a half. It's the or 60 minutes or whatever your, your church service is on YouTube. It's something that changes us. We at Church of Tomorrow believe that the days of Church of Tomorrow will be like when Jesus walked the earth with signs and wonders following and, most importantly, changed lives. That's what it's all about. So we as Christians need to have a continual life of repenting. That's not bad. That's good. That's getting rid of the stuff, getting rid of the it's, getting rid of the things that pull us down. God wants your best, and the way that we receive it is by focusing on Him. Note the word that we read there: "The abundance of the heart the mouth speaks." We need to realize what the abundance in our life is. Well, I can quote John 3:16 well, praise the Lord. I suppose you can quote Jesus wept also. Oh, powerful word there. The truth of it is the abundance, that means the overflow, the treasure of the word of God in me so that what? It can come out of me. It can dictate where I go, what I do. It can dictate the things that I believe because whatever I believe, I'm going to say them. And sometimes I need to practice saying them so I can believe it. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I am not talking about bondage today. I'm talking about freedom. The abundance of your heart. The overflow of your heart. And it's, you know, when I deal with guys with addictions and stuff, I say, you can't stop, so don't try. But what you can do, you can flush it out. You can flush out that junk by the washing of the water of the word. And that is power in our lives to be who Jesus has made us to be and to fulfill those things. James 1:26. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, bridle his tongue. But deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Now, James, pretty hard book. It's the Proverbs of the New Testament. Notice how he said, if any one of you thinks he's got it made. I'm walking with Jesus today. Praise God, what did you do yesterday, last week, last month? What are you going to do tomorrow? See, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. This is, if we don't bridle our tongue and just let anything fly out of it, then we're deceiving our own heart. You dirty, rotten scumbag, blah, 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 blah. I know none of you say that, okay? Again, I'm talking to YouTube now, okay? You guys are just listening. We need to help each other in that too. Boy, my wife used to help me a lot. She had a big job. She let me know it, praise God. And if I didn't have a faith-filled word coming out of my mouth, she basically didn't want to hear it. (laughs) Unless it was, I love you, buddy. And I don't love her by faith, I loved her in reality. (laughs) It was the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, that's good. We help each other. Yeah, I I correct Kelly all the time. That's supposed to be funny. (laughs) If all I did was correct Kelly, I wouldn't have much to do in life. Now I'll have to say something else to pull him back down again. I love that, brother. Just like I love you. That's the reason I'm sharing with you today the treasure that you can put in your heart, the treasure that can be the overflow, the treasure that will help you. I'm not going to say that this time. I'm not going to say that either. I'm going to say that faith-filled scriptural verse Remember, you've got your scripture boxes, everybody. And I know you're memorizing scripture every week. If you don't have one, we may be out. I think Brad and I were laughing about it. He was showing me. We had one men's and one woman's box left. He says, nobody ever wants a last donut either. <laughs> but we'll be glad to get some more. That's not a problem. So those little scripture cards you pull out every day, you memorize One for the week, and then you have that in your memory bank, in your thinker, in your storage box, and you go to the next car. What is wrong thinking? It's thinking like you used to think. The old guy. The one who hopefully is buried when you got baptized in water. It's part of what you're saying, part of your confession. Now, it just confirms what you did. It doesn't save you, it doesn't get you clean on the inside. Um, and please take a bath before you get in the baptismal moment. I had a lady one time that I think she used bath powder, and there was 18 people standing in line to be water baptized. And it went in, she went in the water and she came out of the milk. And here I am, what am I gonna do? I thought, next. (laughs) Oh, I've got some good water baptismal events that happened, praise God. That's good. But what we say in water baptism is I'm going to confirm what I've already believed in my heart. And I want to show it. I want to make an open confession of Jesus. And that's good. And you should do that. And if you haven't done it, uh, Brad will help you. Kelly will help you get on the list. And we're going to do that as needed. Okay. If we need to do one this afternoon, we'll get some water and do it. Okay. Romans 12.1. And, and you know, if you've been here very long, you've heard me share on this part of Scripture quite a bit. I think it's pivotal to the transformation life, and it's, it's got a lot there. I'm not going to spend some time on things I've done on other parts of it. I'm just going to share a few things quickly. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Remember God's mercies He put up with you regardless of yourself. It clears the past. Holy, offer your, your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is true worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, the pattern of this world. The world has a pattern. Now, most of you guys don't know what I'm talking about, and you younger ladies don't. But you, you ladies of maturity know what a pattern is. You make a dress, you make a shirt, you make something. It's a design, and you cut out the material according to the pattern, and then you sew it together. I used to watch my mother do that when I was a little kid. She used to make she had a sewing machine. that's something you sew with. It's a machine. You put it in front of you. I oh, never mind. but there's a the world has a pattern, and the the it wants to pattern you after what the world says, and we have a lot of patterns going on in this crazy world we live in right now about what you can do, what you can say, and you know. Um, hi everybody. I'm Dan. I'm I'm a male, and um, my pronouns are he, him, and uh, some of you call me it, but that's okay. Um, and I have on a blue shirt with little stars on it today. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. Just get on the news and watch your vice president. <clears throat> anyway the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're born again. That's supernatural. That's where your life starts. Your spiritual life starts. And renewing your mind is something you do all the time, every chance you get. You want to spend 15 minutes a day? Spend 15 minutes a day. If That's your treasure. If you want to spend three hours a day, spend three hours a day. That's your treasure. After I was spirit-filled, a month and a half later, I got in the Word of God. I was spending at least three hours a day, every day. And that just took me... It's kind of like putting a turbo in your car. It just takes you on the road. That's what it's all about. What is your treasure worth? By the renewing of your mind, then, then, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. And as I've sh- shared many times before, that's a, that's a progressive will. That's not three different wills. Uh, oh, the permissive will, the mandatory will. Dot, no, 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 no. It's just like 30, 60, 100 fold. It's this much, and then more, and then more. And it's not, you know, 30, 60, 100 is not just 30, 60, 100. It's 2 and 5 and 17 and 39 and and all the numbers in between. And 100's not the limit. 100's not the limit. You can have as much as you want. You can have it as fast as you want. Now, it should be, it should pull you into it. That's the way the Word of God does me, pulls me into it. I'm going to read something and i make a reference and two hours later... I've read other things before, after, other Scripture and different things. Pulled out a reference book and found out, what? what oh, that river, okay. You know, I mean, it's just fun. It pulls you into it. And if it doesn't do that, you just need to pray more and, and turn yourself to God. It's not something you have to, you know, oh, I've got to, i got to, i got I to. Gotta. Although maybe there's a time for that. But there's no bondage that says you have to do it that way. Again, the washing of the water by the Word. The truth is, the renewing of your mind is progressive, and I mean that in a good way, not like 99% of the time things you hear. Progressive, it progresses, it goes on, it increases, it's larger. You know, many of our it's could be progressive too. There's a battle there, and they're trying to stick their weary head up and make you a new pattern it's even worse than the last one was but we're going to treat those its with the word of god that's what i call the gospel true worship some translations rather than saying true worship say something like spiritual service of worship reasonable service reasonable rational intelligent service and in spiritual worship which is the worship which for, that's right for you to give him? Just jump in and find out. I want to read the Wiest translation. Uh, the Wiest translation's an expanded translation. And he's got some real revelation in some places. And I think that because he goes into the Greek extensively, uh, he, didn't write, he didn't translate the whole Bible, just the Greek because that was especially. A once for all, this is Romans 12, 1, presentation to place your bodies at the disposal of God, a sacrifice, a living one, a holy one, well-pleasing, your rational, sacred service, rational in that this service is performed by the exercise of the mind. And stop assuming an outward expression that does not come from within you and is not representative of what you are in your inner being but is patterned after this age but change your outward expression to one that comes from within and is a representative of your inner being. By the renewing of your mind, resulting in your putting to the test what is the will of God, the good and well-pleasing and complete will, and having found that it meets specifications, place your approval upon it. That goes along with the Scripture. It says, uh, test all things, prove all things, hold on to that which is good. See, see, God's not forcing anything on us. He is telling us what's good for us. He's telling us his plan for us, which is better than we can think. And he wants to come together for, in a matter of love and understanding and reason. God gave us a head so we have something to think with. and we, We're supposed to have it on. You know, turn it on and leave it on during the day. That's a good idea moving right along. No matter how you look at it, to continually change our thinking, to agree with God's Word is what He is looking for. And what changes our lives to look more like Jesus? So, the more we get in the Word, the more we meditate on the Word, ponder, uh, revolve, utter, mutter. That's part of what Strong says. I always add the word stutter. It's fine. Utter, mutter, stutter. The Word of God. I think I stuttered on the stutter, didn't I? That is so imperative to winning the race. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Acting upon the Word will motivate us, will move us, will empower us to be all that we can be. You know, we tell our kids, well, you can be anything you want to be. Quit lying, YouTube. They can't be anything they can't be Michael Jordan. They can't be Tom Brady. They can't be all the rest of them. But they can be and fulfill the plan of God in their lives, which will be the treasure of their life. And the fulfillment in knowing Jesus Christ. Him crucified, and walking with Him every day of their lives will give them the opportunity for success the way God calls it. Praise God. Let's go through something that we've, we've talked about before. Just take a quick look at it before we close. And this goes right along with Think 200, by the way. Okay, in life, there's hearing right? I made Tim smile. There's hearing. We hear stuff. We read stuff. We have an input. If we as a body of Christ encourage each other, admonish each other when necessary, share the things that are needful, that helps each other have better input. Husbands and wives, fellow workers. So, from what we hear and read, we think. Okay? We think about what we read, what we hear. We accept it, reject it, or analyze it, or however we do it. We have a choice there. And from what we think, we form our beliefs. So, we're hearing, then we're thinking. Now we're believing. We're believing what we thought, by the way. And then what we believe, the summation of our beliefs are formed in what we act out, what we do. I don't jump off a 20-story building because I believe that would hurt me. (laughs) This is yes, amen, or something. Come on. (laughs) That would hurt, right? I mean... All except that last inch. You know, I mean, uh, that last inch will kill you. And out of acting, we form habits. I enjoyed that, I like that, or I didn't like that. I'm going to throw that one away. I'm not going to believe that junk anymore. And that's what happens when people get involved in things like porn. And they see stuff, and then they start thinking about it. They start fantasizing on it. Throw it out in the trash can. Get rid of that it. Accidentally on purpose or whatever. That's not in my notes, by the way. Or any other substance abuse? Putting people down? Road rage? Why you... Bless them they need it. What are we talking about? Repentance, change your thinking, reconciliation, restoration. We're going to do a lot more next week. But from our habits becomes our character. Who we are as a man or woman, that's our character. Our country needs character right now. And then from character, we look at our destiny. If you want to change your destiny in life, what do you do? Change your thinking. Thinking and what we're considered is so vital to our lives. That's the reason it's not only great to put the Word of God in you, it's great not to put the junk in there, why would I expose myself to stuff that's not going to be good? Now I'm not saying you can't watch a movie or you can't do this or that. I'm just going to say, just you know, use some sense. I mean, some of the new Disneyland stuff is worse than <laughs> some of the other stuff. <laughs> so, why combat that? And if you do have a situation, especially if you've got a young person in your family and they're watching some of that stuff, watch it with them so you can talk to them about it. Talk to them about it. Sit down, go through a movie, go through uh, the words in the song or whatever, and hey, is this building you up or is this the pattern of the world? I'm not talking about some artificial religiosity where you have to wear this and wear that and not do this and not do that. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about a life form. It's the substance of the Word of God. The Bible calls Jesus the Word of God. You get the Word, you get Jesus. See, this is easy. Jesus said his his yoke is easy, his burden's light the scribes and Pharisees and the sees they all tried to put stuff on people. Jesus said, you make them, the, the converts, twice the son of hell that you are. Oh my gosh, sweet loving Jesus again. It's true. So what we do is we use the Word to change us. And when I infuse the Word then I become more like Jesus. Michael W. Smith had a song that said, I can't help myself. It had a double meaning. I can't help myself, meaning I need more Jesus, more Jesus, more Jesus. I can't help myself because I can't help myself. I cannot do the things that the Bible says to do. That's the reason God gave the Old Testament and the, the Old Covenant and the law because he wanted us to see, I can't do it. I need grace. (sighs) The empowerment of grace, the ability to change my life, by the grace of God through faith. My faith just reaches out and grabs what God said I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm having, and I enjoy it. It's good. It doesn't take me down. It doesn't strain me. It's good. You have to walk through a, I'm going to lose my soul here. And I'm talking about losing meaning in a good way. Bring it to death, spiritual death. Jesus talked about that a lot. In other words, I just got to give me up. <laughs> that's what it boils down to. I give up. Jesus, that's the way I did when I got saved. I can't do it. I come to the cross about before you, Jesus. You're the one. I can't do this. Show me your power. Don't you love that song? That's out of the 90s. Now, not this version, but the, the song was written by Kevin Prosh back in like 1990 or 91 or something like that. Jeremy Riddle redid it. Awesome. Hearing, thinking, believing, acting, habits, character, destiny. Destiny changes. And what happens? Remember, repentance is a turning of our lives, thinking like the Lord. Reconciliation. The Bible's at work reconciling mankind with himself and mankind with itself. That's what the Bible says about the cross. The cross tore down the wall of partition between God and man. The veil was ripped. There's a song we'll be doing in the next few weeks. It talks about, I, I'm looking through a, a veil that's in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> or big bad angel. Went, and if you don't know what I'm talking about here, stank around, we'll talk about it some other time, but that's talking about the Holy of Holies between that and the holy place in the tabernacle, in the temple. When Jesus went to the cross, it was ripped, yeah. demonstrating the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's available for everybody all the time, not just special times, special reasons. Yeah. And then that same time, that same reconciliation was to reconcile the Jew and the Gentile. Getting quiet here. That means everybody, people, (laughs) because you're one or the other. Most of us in here, I think, were probably Gentiles. But the Jew and the Gentile came together because they were reconciled by the cross, the cross of Jesus, paying the penalty for sins and tearing down all the obstacles and hindrances between us and each other, most of all, it could be possible because the wall was torn down between us and Jesus. And I no longer think like the old Dan, I think like Jesus does. And that brings me not to want to criticize somebody, even when I'm driving down the road and they do something stupid. It means I need to be reconciled. We need reconciliation, reconciliation in the United States today like we've never needed it before. All these political things try to pull people apart this way, that way, this way, every way. No, what we need to do is we need a move of Jesus in, the, in this country, and he's only gonna move through his people. Are you ready? Praise God. Come on, America. Change, repent, reconcile, And then restoration. Oh, that's like the calm after the storm and then things going back into place and you see that on a daily basis and things are being restored and people's lives are being restored. It's rehabilitation to the fullest. It's putting things back together. It's walking in the garden. It's a little taste of heaven. And we can do that only through the cross. The cross Changes everything. It's changed our calendars. Yeah, it's changed our artwork. It's changed our architectural structures. It's changed our academic things, our science things, all those things. By the way, science just agrees with, true, with the Bible. True science. Now, remember, science doesn't tell you anything. Scientists do. So oh, there again, you got to filter it. But that's okay, because we can reconcile with them too. Sit down and reason with people. Or, hey, you want reason with me? That's okay. Pray for them. Pray that God would open the eyes of their understanding. That's what it takes them out. Are you willing to sit down with an LBGTQIA plus person? Oh, it got quiet again. You ought to be. God loves them. Last time I checked, you would sin sometime in your life. They might need some attention. They might need somebody loving on them in a true, honest way. Without thinking, I've got to have something in return. Just a gift of love and time. Oh my goodness. Folks, we got the keys. Let's use them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day you've given us to glorify you. We thank you for your word that's been placed in us. We thank you that you bring forth a multitude of that, 30, 60, 100-fold return. We're, We're thirsty. We're hungry. We want you. We need you. This country needs you. Thank you, Lord, for showing us how to put away all the things that need to be put away and buried. And to bring forth by the Holy Spirit what we can say, do, or whatever it takes to help somebody get closer to you. God, we thank you that we're in a race and it's it's a real thing. Heaven and earth are real. They're eternal. And we're talking about eternal things. And you have given us mercy and you've taken care of our sins at the cross with Jesus. And Jesus died on the cross for the payment of sins was buried, and three days later, he rose again. And the resurrection life of Jesus Christ is in us by the Holy Spirit to be able to have a change, to be able to have transformation, to be able to do things differently, to be able to forget the old. The mercies of God are new every morning. You've thrown them as far as the east is from the west. And we thank you, Father, that we pick up the things that you put before our feet, the good things, the wonderful things, the Word of God, fellowship, prayer, communion, the study of the Word, all these things, God, you've given us richly to enjoy, to make that treasure in our heart, the treasure that it needs to be a real one, an eternal one. We thank you and praise you for that. Now, as you're listening to this right now, whether you be in this building or you, uh, you be on video, watching it on YouTube or our, our uh, website, we just want to make sure that you understand that God's made everything. There's nothing that been made that he hasn't made. He made it all. He placed Adam and Eve in the garden. They sinned. So as a result, sin came upon all men because of what they did. And all men have died because death came through that activity. But Jesus came on the scene. And he showed us how to live, and he performed miracles, and he paid the price for our sins. Each one of our sins is forgiven. I don't care what you have done and how many times you've done it, you're forgiven if you put your trust in Jesus. Big if, but it takes care of the big ifs. And thank you, Lord, for showing people your love, your compassion, your truth, Thank you, Lord, that you're into changing lives as well as giving us eternal life to be with you in heaven forever. That's you today, you need to understand that Jesus rose from the dead to prove everything that he said was true. And he ever lives to make intercession for the saints. Would you put your trust in Jesus Christ today? Would you come back? Would you repent from the past and reconcile with God? Quit running from him? And give it all to him, put your confidence in him. I'm gonna lead you through a prayer. And this prayer's gotta be meaningful. It's gotta be a decision, it's gotta be meaningful. You can't just say some words. You've got to mean it. Because God's giving you the opportunity to choose life or death, and you can choose life right now. And the way you do it is to say something like this. And would every one of you repeat with me, please? Dear God in heaven. I am sorry for my sins. I've been selfish. I've done things I thought I wanted to do. I need help. I turn from those things. Jesus, I believe God raised you from the dead. And I believe with all my heart that you will be the Lord of my life. Because I'm asking you to do that right now. Forgive me my sins. Give me new life. It's my desire to be born from above, to be born again, to share your family with you and live in that family forever. Thank you for saving me from myself. And I receive, according to your word, the new life of Jesus Christ. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Praise
1: the Lord. Everyone say Luke uh, 638. Hallelujah. In Luke 638, it says, Give, and it will be given to you, a good measure, pressed down, Shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. Listen to this. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How much has been given to you? Uh And so we want to give back to him uh, in like measure to the best of our ability. Yeah? Yeah? Hallelujah. And when we do, God always responds back with even more than what we could ever ask or even think. Hallelujah. So when you give today, uh, remember that we give several different ways. There in the back with the envelope and the box there. uh, Online, text to give. uh, Several different ways that we do that. And so uh, remember to give. Just look at your neighbor and say, just remember to give. Okay, and remember to give out of the abundance of how you've been given to. Okay, how much has God done done for you? So praise God, hallelujah. Uh, This next Wednesday, okay, this next Wednesday, today's the 7th, so we're talking the 10th. Everyone say August 10th. Okay, we're not going to be doing the uh, normal Wednesday evening uh, with uh, the I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. We're going to take a week off, but we are going to have worship and communion. It's a most powerful experience. Yes, it takes a little bit of time, especially if you've had a hard day at work, but... The promise of God is that you would be refreshed. As God's word says, as you wait upon Him, as you worship Him, as you minister unto Him, He will refresh you. He will give you new energy. I did a service last Sunday on worship. <laughs> Remember the power of worship. Hallelujah. All right, so snacks will start at 6.45, fellowship time, and then we actually go into that time of of worship corporately, and we'll have communion intermixed. Uh, Next Sunday, Pastor Dan is going to do part two of what can I do about it, whatever it is, okay? And then uh, the last chance that we have okay, for these monster truck tickets, okay? The last show or the last... uh, event is this afternoon in Shawnee at 2 p.m. Okay and uh, so uh, it is uh, one adult pays and then you get one uh, free child from 3 to 13 years of age. So if we got a few of these tickets left in case you're interested. All right stand everybody. Father, we thank you and bless you that this is the day that you have made. And we're rejoicing and being glad in it. We thank you that the word has gone forth. It brings joy to the heart. Hallelujah. It may challenge some areas in us, but that's what your word does. Hallelujah. It washes us. Hallelujah. It cleanses us and makes us more in line with you. We just thank you that the word will go and, and will dwell and, and process on the inside of us. And that fourth, after that, Lord, we go out, hallelujah, and we will be a difference maker, Father, uh, this week, everywhere that we go. We bless you and honor you for the results in Jesus' mighty name. If you're in agreement with it, say amen. 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 You are dismissed. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Amen.